Right. Well, I'm recording, so just like whenever you okay. want to start, however you want. Hello to start. and welcome. Sorry, Gareth. Sorry, mate. <sighs> I just spoke over you. Then <laughs> I was telling you, you were ready okay. to start whenever. Are you? <laughs> okay. You intro and I just over start... me telling you that. Right. <clears throat> Three, two, one, action. Hello everyone and welcome to the first ever Game Central podcast. Today we've got lots coming up for you, but first we're going to start with just introducing ourselves, saying a bit about our backgrounds, hopefully not uh, adding any illegal information about ourselves. Um, Then we're going to get on to our favourite game of 2013. So let's start by you guys meeting the team. We've got Gareth Williams. All right. And Guy Whitlock. Good evening. So, guys, Gareth, you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself, your gaming background, and, um, yeah, basically your gaming in general. All right. Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, I live in Manchester. I'm mid-20s. Uh, not single, ladies, I'm sorry to say. Um, Shame. I know. Also men, you know. If men want you to come know. to me, that's fine. Yeah. Um, Bye, don't start crying. <laughs> Uh, I run GameBanter.co.uk, which is a video game website with video games and things to do with video games. Uh, and I, let's see, I own an Xbox, a Wii, a 3DS, and I'm building a PC at the moment. So that's my consoles. Well, you should be doing focusing on this podcast rather than building PCs, Gareth. Okay, I'll say. Didn't realise we, didn't realize we had my... a uh, master race. Yeah, master race guy in here. I just always wanted well, to do it, so I figured. Yeah, fuck the podcast. How, Obviously, how I just far... take the podcast now. <laughs> just building one at the moment, and whereabouts are you right now? What in my house? <laughs> no, no, in your house, <laughs> building your PC. Is it a giant rig in your front room? No, no, no. Uh, I've I've ordered a lot of the pieces, but the case hasn't come yet, so I can't start slotting it so I'm kind of you surrounded can. by boxes you can't just, you can't just uh, slot things I've told you this I suppose <laughs> but enough of us Gareth yep. let's go to the enigma that is for <laughs> Whitlock oh um oh one second I've got notifications popping up all over the place so unprofessional I'm just... it's okay it's okay just ignore not... the notifications guy the children are arguing it's okay, that's not your little crash. You can <laughs> look away for one moment, and I'm sure they're not going to kill themselves in some right. kind of electrical mist of the internet. Right. Um, I'm Guy, I'm from the East Midlands, I'm 20 years old. Gee, I feel like I'm... Oh, this is... I did not sign up for this. You did, we didn't make you sign anything. That, yeah, you totally <laughs> signed up for this. You agreed to do this. <laughs> um, I have a... Wii U, my PS3, and a not very well built PC. Um, well done. You know, if you need have, a well built yeah. PC, I, I can I can do that for you. Um, yeah, but no. Nah. Okay. No. no. Well, that's nice of you, Gareth, and quite rude that to be honest. Nice. Just refusing. I, 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 I would assume that was an offer to just free build me a PC and then send it to me. Through the post. Well, let's see how Gareth yeah, Well, it was then. until you fucking shot me down. <laughs> what? That's true. Uh-huh. But anyway, Guy, that's enough of your egotistical side talking about yourself. We're going to have to move away from that for one second. My name's Rob. 
Yeah. I'm um, obviously a gamer. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing this. Maybe I would be, and I'd be out of my depth, and it'd be a bit terrible. No, um, that's guy's job. <laughs> that's guy's job. Boom. So, uh, there we go. We've got some information on Guy that people will be rather unimpressed with. Uh, so anyway, I've got myself an Xbox 360. I've got myself a Xbox One, which I got at launch, luckily enough. Nice. And I have a numerous retro consoles, which are not plugged in. They're just kind of plopped around my room because I can't be bothered to hook them all up. And there's so many emulators nowadays. There's Xbox Live where you can play all your favourite games. There's really no need for it anymore. Yeah, plus you can just steal stuff nowadays. And well, can you? You just download stuff. <laughs> if you built yourself a PC, yeah, but I can't steal stuff on my Xbox 360. <laughs> well, while well, we're talking about uh, you, Rob, Mister, um, I have a girlfriend that lets me do everything. Why don't you yeah. tell everyone about your games room and everything? And your model. Games room and everything. And I'll your, start with the and games room. Magazines. A bit and... broad. Um, the games room is basically where. I put all my gaming stuff, obviously. Um, I've got various models around the place, which some people would call quite sad. Uh, my favourite collection I like to collect is Play Arts Kite, which range from about 50 to £90 pounds per figure. Um, I've got every issue of Edge magazine. I've got every issue of Games TM magazine. Um, I don't know why I'm boasting about that. Like it's some sort of... <laughs> would put me at the top of any hierarchical structure. Um Basically, it's a real geek's palace, and I like to have that around me to remind me just who I am and where I came from, the yeah, gaming but, life. But you see, if if you were single, this would be a hilariously embarrassing story, but it's not because you are in a stable relationship, so fuck you. I am in a stable relationship, yep. so, fuck so, me. so fuck you, yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> You're um, just the man of everything, aren't you? Well, someone's not bitter here, Gareth. Uh, I know. Holy <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> But there's a bit of a uh, bit of a uh, bitterness inside guy that I think's uh, just coming out here. There's a divide. Well, yeah. I just think I just think a man that hair dries his testicles shouldn't have so much stuff. That's all. Well, I'm sorry, In. guy, if you disagree with the way that I keep myself hygienic. Um, we'd run out of towels on that day, and as I told you, I wasn't going to be doing a podcast <laughs> with uh, my uh, testicles moist because that's just not how I roll. Also, I think that's one of the more creative ways to make yourself infertile. It is. I've tried numerous ways. Yeah. Uh, I've not been successful yet as I have two children from a previous relationship that failed. Uh, so, uh, Guy, you could be pretty happy about that one. Um, but I still see my children. We have oh, a the great ma- The Massive Nerd has had two stable relationships, even though I've had, well, one and that a half. It was half stable, half unstable, thus why it ended. But um, enough of my private life because it's turning into <laughs> it's a bit private. of Jeremy Kyle here. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy Guile, as I like to call yeah. him. Right, so without any further ado, let's get on to our favourite games of 2013. Starting with you, Gareth. Alright, well, I've been thinking about this a lot in the past few weeks. No, you haven't. Yeah, okay. Well, apparently I have So apparently as a mind reader as well now. So the guy just tells me what I've done in my entire life. Yeah. You have not said that. You did not even think about that. Since <laughs> when did he start thinking about it then, guy? Well, I think he stopped thinking about it when before we started this, we were discussing this and he just went, well, it's hard because there's no game even came close to The Last of Us. Well, no, because this is what I was yeah. going to say before you so rudely interrupted me. 
Here we go. Is that I've been trying to think of like a top ten, but every time I try and think, no game ever knocks The Last of Us off number one. There we go, Gareth. You just just tell us why you love it right now, and I'll have to think of another game because that was actually my game. <laughs> we can have we the same. Before we started, we can have the same game. No, I'm you can't. One up now, just that... to be controversial. All right. Oh, well, you you do that, and then I'll tell you why you're wrong later, even though you Excellent. completely agree with me. <laughs> it's just it just is the best game in pretty much every way I can think of. Like a lot of people had problems with the shooting and the gameplay and stuff, but I personally loved it. I don't know how you felt about it, Rob. Uh, I couldn't stand it, to be honest. Really? And you still loved it? Yeah. Wow. I loved it, but I couldn't stand it in equal measures. Huh. See, I didn't have that problem. I really yeah. liked the combat. Uh, I didn't like the... I thought the zombies were really unscary. Like, I'm a proper pussy, so I was really worried yeah. that if I was going to play it, it was just going to freak me out and I wouldn't ever want to play it again. All the, all the clicking, like... Yeah, but they just kill you instantly. So it's like if they grab you, you just restart. It's not scary. Yeah, there's there's no real. You don't really feel too scared because you know as soon as they've seen you, there's no real point. Uh, you might as well just reload the checkpoint. Yeah, it's pass or fail. Like in Resident Evil, like a zombie grabs you, gets you down to fuck all health, and then you get away and you're limping away, and you're like, please don't be any more zombies. Like that's scary. But what's not scary is yeah. every zombie kills you instantly, and then you just start again. But I suppose that really comes on to the frail being of being just a human being, really. You're not Nathan Drake. You're not someone with great hair in Resident Evil and massive pectoral <laughs> muscles that just rip out of your shirt. You are just a normal average Joel. Well, get... Joel has a pretty glorious beard. <laughs> he does, but that wouldn't protect him from zombie attack. I right. disagree. I'm going to Google Joel's beard right now so I can say oh, yeah. how I like to... Guy, by the people should know, Guy hasn't played any games this year from the conversation <laughs> we were having. He does, Gareth, but he just doesn't play the instalments and he only wishes for the sequels of the games <laughs> he hasn't actually played. That's true. So, you'll be looking forward to The Last of Us 2, not having <laughs> actually played The Last of Us, because yeah. it's not come out on Wii U. Ah, <laughs> oh, the Wii U. Alright, fuck it out. Don't start. So, Guy... Guy, what is your game of the year, 2013? Um, out, of, out of all, what, four games I played in 2013? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Four actually, games? I, no, I was joking. It's more than that. That's oh, like okay. double the amount we thought you'd I, play. I can't, <laughs> although there is four I can't actually decide between. I know I said Super Mario 3D World before we started, but I've really enjoyed Rayman Legends as well. Yeah, that is a very good Rayman game. Rayman Legends is absolute, especially with two people. That is a really good game to pick if you haven't played any other games this year. Or if you've got a girlfriend to play it with. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shots fired. And landed right, in look, his face. Friend comes around and we sit in our onesies and we have hot chocolate and marshmallows and we just mel- yep. have a lad's night playing Rayman Legends on the Wii U. Is that a problem with that is, that is an actual lad's night. <laughs> but what are you going to choose? Super Mario World 3D um, or Rayman? I am actually going to say ah, can't we come back to me this is hard. we can come back to you which is a very good I'm, uh, I'm, really, very interested. Good. I'm, I'm really interested to hear what game you've just made up is your favourite <laughs> what of game us. I particularly <laughs> liked was Aliens Colonial Marines oh, no. uh, or as I like to call it <laughs> Colon Marines um, I bought it for today for £3 from game because I thought 
come on, it can't be that bad that I would regret spending three pounds on it. Yeah. Uh, so I turn it on, mm-hmm. as you do. You've got to turn it on to play it. Um, yeah. Guy, and guy, I'll... this is okay. Listen to him because he's telling you how to actually play games. <laughs> yeah. For anyone that's come into this podcast not knowing what games are, I'm just going to go through very basic step by step instructions <laughs> on how you would access a game. Because, you know, I used to work in GameStation. Old ladies used to come in and say, excuse me, if you got the new Michael Bublé CD? And uh, some people come up, can I top my Oyster card up in here, mate? Um, and things like that. And I had to probably that on a daily basis. So don't just take it for granted that people would know how to turn on an Xbox 360. So I put the game in the tray. I pressed um, eject, which... Funnily enough, didn't eject the game. It took it straight into the body of the Xbox 360. Wow. I started playing the game. Um, it was awful. So <laughs> I stopped playing it and I went back upstairs. But my game of the year, purely from a perspective that I've played the most, probably has to be FIFA 14. And now I know people say, oh, that's a game. You can't enjoy it. But obviously Last of Us was actually my game of the year. But because Gareth took that away from me, yeah. I'm about to come up with something quick. And I'm, I'm thinking, you are a joy of thief. Um, and I've actually played it more than any other game. And but... people talk about emotion in gaming, Guy. And this is what I say to people that just knock FIFA down. I, I say, like FIFA. I've got FIFA. I enjoy okay. it. Okay. When you're playing a career mode, and say, like I am at the moment, Charlton Athletic, I play and I get off to the playoffs, I get into the Premier League, this year I've qualified for Europe. When you score that goal, mm-hmm. that puts you through to the European Championships in Europe, obviously. Yep. The emotion that goes through. I was standing up, I was screaming so loud that it was yeah. absolutely amazing. I've been there. And, but do you not, yeah, do you've not, been there. Yeah, I've been there. I've been to the European Championships. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> there we go. I meant, I... <laughs> no, but anyway, it wouldn't be the European Championships. It was the Europa Cup. Um, and that is very hard to replicate the sheer joy that you feel when you score a goal that wins you a game in the 90th minute. That is like no other game really come close to that sort of joy and just re- repeating it over and over again. So that would be my game of the year. But don't you find FIFA 14 incredibly infuriating? I find it totally infuriating. I played I find my that... game of Ultimate Team because I work in a school and all the children say to me, Serge, you play Ultimate Teams, you play Ultimate Teams, you play Ultimate Team. <laughs> no, but last night I gave it a go. Uh, it was pretty infuriating because they just start you off with a terrible team and then they make you buy and pay for cards that you can like. The old Panini sticker albums, don't know if any either of you guys used to get them. Yeah, I'm familiar but, with them. Um, yeah, I used to get the stickers I didn't actually have the sticker album. I just used to collect the stickers. Yeah. Because I was a bit expensive. Um, so anyway, I come up against a guy that just had like Oxley Chamberlain in his squad, and he just ran past all my defenders and kept scoring. And to me, that's not my skill level. That's just that I'm put at a disadvantage because I haven't spent as much as everyone else on cards. Yeah. Yeah. That's always a danger with stuff like that. But I'm a proper sucker for like a free auction house, like something where I can be shopping for bargains and it's not costing me any money is is pretty awesome for me. I, I do not know what a free auction house is, Gareth. Well, no, he's he's like... effectively just, just described to you what a free auction house is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still can't grasp the concept. So, you it's know... like an auction where you can just pick up things and walk out. <laughs> no, it's like on Ultimate Team you can say, like, I want to search for Wayne Rooney and then you can, okay. even if you've got only a little bit of money, you can, like, wait for a bargain or bid on something yeah. and hope you get Wayne Rooney. 
And they had that in a Diablo 3 as well. Uh, what, Wayne Rooney? <laughs> yeah, Wayne Rooney was a class in Diablo 3. Uh, well, uh, orc kind of beast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, no. I have no. I've never played. <laughs> but no, um, I, I don't have any... Uh, people have a pretty negative opinion of FIFA instantly. But I, yeah. I know people that play FIFA and love FIFA. I'm not into it myself because I'm bad at it. But I can see yeah. how it can hook people. Bad in a good way or bad as in a bad way? Oh, I have no skill or concept. I, to... I used to be a pro Evo guy in the PS2 days. Uh, um, FIFA's got a bad name attached to it because of the earlier editions. But... Oh, no, FIFA 2005 and 6 were the... That was when it was at the top of its game. That's when I was hooked on it. Okay, so, so guys, guys, 2013 game of the year for 2006. <laughs> it's, FIFA. it's FIFA 2006. No, I just find FIFA 14 just has so much rubber banding that's so it's so noticeable. It just what where it tries to make games where 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 you're like all I do is I play online seasons. That's pretty much all I play on it. And sometimes I'll start a match and I can tell within about 30 seconds that I'm going to lose. Other games play out because it's just so. When your players are just when they are running for the ball and then then they just stop running for the ball for no reason, yeah, and stuff like that. And sometimes it's really really noticeable and it just happens constantly for twelve minutes and it it just gets nerves. I like it, but it's just when 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 FIFA fourteen's good and is working, it's brilliant. It can't be beaten. And uh, no, and then but then the bad games on it are just. Maybe you know Naughty Dog will make a kind of uh, Last of Us FIFA crossover. Well, maybe maybe Telltale Games will make a FIFA 14, you know, what's it? A FIFA 14 graphic game yeah, yeah, novelisation. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Um, so, well, I don't think what you just said is the term, but it, that's what I meant. Thank yeah. you. Well, I've made the term, so there you go. The term is now graphic novelisation gaming. <laughs> there is an actual word for it, but I can't remember it yeah, at the moment. Same. Right, so Guy, you've been looking on the face. Well, thanks, Gareth. You could have weighed in a bit earlier there rather than making myself look a knob. I was waiting for a gap in talking, but there just never is one with you, is there, Rob? I'm very sorry. (laughs) Right, so anyway, let's leave a gap here whilst I go on to the next part. We've spoken about our games. Okay, that's fine. I'll see how it is. We we won't come back to my my decision then. I'm sorry, Guy. I'm sorry. Your indecision (laughs) uh, between Super Mario World 3D. Was it, or was it... I don't even know what it's called. 3D World? Well, I, I, I keep yeah. away from that side of gaming. What, you mean the fun side of gaming? Yeah, the fun side of gaming. When there's no, where there's no darkness, where everything's green <laughs> and happy, and where you can be a guy that's had his girlfriend kidnapped for the tenth time, <laughs> and yet you still go after her again and again and again. Please, guy, tell me the attraction. It's fun. That's it. That's all there is to say about it. If you if you even if you go and play it, you'll understand. All right, give me a second. Go on, yeah. You, you go off now. Um, I hope your electricity doesn't cut out again while playing. But... <laughs> right, so guys, seriously, as a guy who's never really had much faith in Mario, never really understood the uh, joys, um, can you convince me now in yeah. two minutes why and what I'm missing out as no, a gamer? I, I I can't no. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually feel the passion dripping from Guy. His passion that he holds for his favourite games. I find some Mario games are quite tiresome, side-scrolling ones. I've got New Super Mario Brothers Wii U as well, but I've I've played that barely at all. 
like a lot of them, it's tired now. It's like an old formula, but okay. I'm gonna just while we're here, I'll just say I'll pick in 3D world as well. I've come to my decision. How many times, by let's put it this way, how many times would your girlfriend have to be kidnapped for you to say, you know what, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm just gonna forget about her and go and get someone else. Well, um, it it that never happened to me because she left me. And... Oh my god, guy! <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say that three okay. times before I said, you know what? I can't okay. Don't play. No one plays Mario for the story. That's obvious. Yeah, because the story is the same. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not yeah. about the story. It's about the gameplay. Like with 3D, world, with 3D World, every level there's what about 96 levels. I think every level is different. It's unique. It's fun. It never gets repetitive. Well, unless yeah. unless you have some really strong adversity towards jumping and running around, then it would. Or get... if you just play the same level over and over again. <laughs> yeah, that would <laughs> also. Quite... Does that but... one have the function in it that um, you can just let the game play itself if you get stuck? Um, uh, it does. Yes. Nice. That is excellent. So I you have... just let the game play itself. No, I don't because that's that's for it, it appeals to families. I mean, I understand that you don't spend much time with your family sat there in your room on your own. Oh, 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 if they were if they were four and seven, then they would. Four's probably four, a four year old could probably just about play it. This, You're if, still not convincing me that this is the no, game of the year, well, guys. Yeah. To be honest, <laughs> you basically you basically said your girlfriend left you, and a four year old could play it just about. Yeah, and it's that is funny. that is your reasoning behind. It's no, I didn't. I also explained that every pretty much every level is unique. It's there's a lot to go back and unlock and do, and there's a lot of hidden hidden nods to past Mario games. Obviously, that's not something you would understand. Yeah, obviously, I wouldn't get it. Because you're uncultured. Um... <laughs> no, I am, very much. I no, like a particular um... type of game, um, and I'm not afraid to say it, because I just did. I know a lot of people don't like Mario, but it's just, it's just fun. Yeah. That should be enough to make you want to play it. It's not... You don't get invested. They should have that on the box, guy. You know, Mario, it's just fun. Right, I'm going to read it. I've got the box right here. <laughs> and it literally, actually, you're taking the piss, but the big headline on the box is a brand new world filled with Mario fun. <laughs> there you go. A brand new world full of Mario fun. For Not ages fun. four and up. <laughs> and it doesn't The Last of Us filled up. with Joel fun. It doesn't have for ages formed up, but I did see up to four players, and I thought, bloody hell, it does actually say that. But no, I have four friends, though, guy. <laughs> but, but according to the top count, <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> all three girlfriends. According according to the box, it it says this is prepare for your mind to be blown. Wow, and I'll, that's the one thing. That's I what it want says. To that's actually for. what it says. No, it's not. How do you prepare for that? Like, like you sit down to play Mario. Put, you're going to prepare your mind to be blown. Help me! Is it going to stop your mind blowing? Nobody catch it. No, it would stop it making a mess. Exactly. Yeah. You didn't say you, pre- nice you can't flat. stop it being blown. You just want to stop your <laughs> mum having to clean up brain. Yeah. 
which is okay. But you know, I think just try and stop your brain blowing in the first, your mind. Sorry, brain and mind is probably actually your mind is in your brain, isn't it? So if your mind blows, well, I don't if, think your if, brain's necessarily going to blow. If we're going to get scientific, um, the mind I don't is think that was science. <laughs> I mean, technically, your mind can't blow because it doesn't. Well. It doesn't exist. There's no physical objectivity to a, to a mind. Are you going to read so, this box well, or not, mate? Yeah, yeah I, I was trying to it. You're but... relying on the box to sell the it game to us. Says, your game this, this is not going to sell it to you. It literally okay. says, run, jump and climb through all kinds of exciting new levels, solo or with friends. That's what it says. Wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> some people just don't have the capacity for colours. That's all it is. No. They like their browns and greys. Yeah, they're and... called colourblind. I mean, it... That's pretty offensive, mate. Yeah. Just not, pick on all not... colourblind it's people. No, it say. is. It's just, you know, it's hard to sell. I'm not good at selling stuff as it is, especially a game that is clearly aimed at children. Well, you say that, but that's quite a controversial opinion as well. Well, um, it's not. It's aimed at families, but generally it's aimed more to appeal for kids, isn't it? Let's be honest. Well, I'm sorry, guy. There's, I don't there's want a man. There's mind. a man. There's a man wearing a cat onesie on the cover. It's oh, clearly dear. aimed at children. Yeah. Well, we're, we're looking at the fa- Facebook group, aren't we, guy? Are we? Um, I don't know. A question earlier. When when um, someone left the group because of comments on this thread, I decided to stop looking at it. Someone left thought, the group? Oh, I don't want to be part of this anymore. They're actually doing a podcast. I'm off. <laughs> right. So, have you picked one from here for us, Guy? That was your job before we started to put out the question on uh, Game Central live, lives about... I haven't... I haven't uh, you didn't tell me I had to pick out specific answers. Well, give us any. Okay, so well, we'll just go through it and read it. Line uh, yeah, by line. We all, if we all get it up and sit and have a few minutes of quiet, hey up. quiet <laughs> doesn't sound right, guys. You can do that. Me and uh, me and no, Gareth will continue reading from the Facebook page if that's all right with you, mate. I was gonna. Oh. Uh, I'm uh, not gonna so, bring up the Facebook page. Right. Obviously, How people have said the last of us. Yep. Ryan Thompson. That's you. Um, Chris okay, said so Ryan's, Infinite. So what was Ryan Thompson's game of the year? It was The Last of Us, that's what I just said. Were you just... And what what was his reasons, Guy? Oh, Jesus. He's reading a giant paragraph. I'm not well, reading yeah. it. You just basically said you are both also looking at the Facebook group. I'm not, because... He said, he said that he was... Uh, he felt that he was uh, filming the game, not playing it. So um, I would say that that's probably the wrong way of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ryan, go back, mate, and um, pick up that control pad, put the camera down. And I'm sure you'll find that you enjoy it a lot more if it's already your game of the year. Yeah, it gets a lot better after that initial 20-second cutscene that's right at the start. If you actually like, move forwards... Come on, let's let's stop picking the way he's worded it. Right. Let's not, yeah. let's not right. be me. Sorry, sorry. Someone said Bioshock Infinite. Um, Love Bioshock Infinite, great game. Another game I didn't play. He mentioned so- Nerdgasms. What? I'm probably not going to play it anytime soon. Why? Dear me. Because... Because that's not a reason. Because I played, your I played reasons Bioshock. Are, I played, your reasons for anything. I played the first Bioshock. I didn't like it. That's why. Well, right. Oh. I did the same thing. I played the first Bioshock for like an hour and didn't get into it at all. But I fucking loved Infinite. Really? Yeah. I might, I might pick it up. Even though I've just missed a massive sale on the PSN store to do that. but I would highly recommend that... it. Oh, make a note. 
right here, right now. I'm going to make a note. Yeah. What's the what? guy's name in it as well? Book it... of the Elizabeth. That's the guy's name. <laughs> oh, I thought you said the wow. bird's name. What's how you interpret the game, Gareth? You know, what you, what you see it as. Well, all you see is his hands, so it's ambiguous. His name is Booker DeWitt. Yeah. I know that for a fact. Booker's cool. And that is a fact. Right. And I also got... see we've got Batman Arkham Origins on there. Yep, another one that I uh, haven't played. I'm going to play I it. I actually didn't play it. I want to play it, but apparently it was just the same as Arkham City, so I thought, meh. I liked I'll Arkham City. I'll play that again. I like, yeah, I liked Arkham City, but... There's just too much, though, isn't there, guys? When you, when I put it on after coming home from work, you know, you, you sit down and you're like, okay, let's play this, and suddenly you actually feel like you're Batman, and it says, Batman, go over here. Batman, there's a question mark over here. Batman, there's some bad guys over there doing this. There's loads of icons appearing on my screen, and my mind actually blows. Yeah, at that, that point, guy. That's Batman. That Batman's life is a constant juggling act of bullshit Batman. that he's got to fucking put up with. <laughs> Batman <laughs> has to kind of differentiate his job to me to make it a lot more easier for someone like me to be able to perform his actions that he does every day. There was too much. It was a mind overload. I liked Arkham Asylum. I liked Arkham City, don't get me wrong. but um... Another thing I don't like about Arkham Origins, by the looks of it, is that it's just this snowing and stuff again why is it why does it just look the same as arkham city why it's, the, not... it's the same city mate yeah but it is the same city yeah i get that but it's not where do you want him to go, the same fucking time, him to go mario land no I don't... <laughs> yeah that would be brilliant <laughs> yeah <laughs> jumping around in a in a bloody cat so that'd be brilliant that, that would be a good crossover actually yeah you're taking the piss listen to what you're saying i'm not taking a good idea piss. You need to be, to be sending ideas. out some ideas to developers here. I am, and we've sent so many already that there's just a whole great load of bloody ideas pouring out of this show. Yeah, we've got a lot of royalty checks coming over the next week. Speaking or so. of, are we yeah. allowed to mention 2014 games in this one, or are we saving that to next week? Cause no, 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 we are. We're looking to the past. I don't know how you can look to the past. Ah. So you're looking over your shoulder, and we're also looking to the future. No, I know. Guy? What? Alright, okay, yeah. Um, Are you ready for the future? Are you ready to embrace it? I am ready to embrace it. I'm ready to embrace it with the same passion and enthusiasm I've embraced 2013. Excellent. Good stuff. So just looking at it from afar, letting the best games of the generation pass you by, and crying about it at the end. Yeah, it's sort of of like sitting by a river watching the ducks go past, except I haven't been sat throwing bread on my bedroom floor. Well, I've been looking at my computer screen as everyone talks about the games. So. Well, there you go. Sometimes it's not really the same at all. I was just trying to be poetic, wasn't it? <laughs> I think you failed. It's one of the saddest things I've ever heard. Okay, Gareth. So you're in prison. Not now. I'm not like doing that. Oh, you're um, predicting my future now. <laughs> yeah, you're in prison. Oh, Jesus! I thought we weren't looking to the future in this one. We are looking into the future now, guy. You've pushed us onto the future. You no, can't say we're going to talk about two thousand four. There's more comments to to mention. But, okay, guy, bring us back to the past again. Like Dino Miss Kitty, Fantastico Billington leaving okay. group. I hope you haven't actually left. If you listen to this, that's there's not no a person. Yeah. You just there's... put a load of adjectives together. <laughs> no, I'm not. That is a person. That's their Facebook name. I'm assuming Miss Kitty Fantastico isn't actually their middle name, but okay. Well, it could be, and if it is, sorry. Only this person has declared they're going to well, leak again. So basically, they've said that shitty remarks are the reason I left this group in the first place. 
If they've left the group, how are they still posting? Because they came back. Oh, and then they're going to leave again? That person did leave. I'm not sure why. It was around the time Christabel Gate happened, so... Well, I, I, I think I came after that time. Did you? Uh, did, yeah, you've, you've missed... You've missed, like, the defining moments of games. Well, I would ask you to tell us what happened, Guy, but you'd probably say some strange words that don't make any sense, refer to throwing bread to darks, start crying and then get stiff in the corner. <laughs> so it, it probably wouldn't make any sense anyway. Like you've known me for years. Well, yeah, you're just one of those people. An open book. Right, so are we? Are you ready to look forward yet, Guy? Nope. There's more. No? Because Rory, in his infinite wisdom, Mr. Rodders, um, yeah. where is he? Lost the post. Uh, he he's just full of love. He wanted to name his game of the year on like every console he owns. All right, let's go. Okay. With it. it seems like a good time to mention GTA Five and the Zelda game on 3DS, in between worlds. I can't believe we haven't mentioned GTA Five. Yeah, well, <sighs> GTA Five is kind of forgettable, isn't it? Really? Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's not that. It's because it's of such a higher class. It's like it, it's it not, stands it's on its It's not a high class to stand alongside the Last of Us, is it? So. I think it is as a, on a technical level. Yeah, technically it's good, but I just I was expecting more. I got overhyped, as I do with everything. I think the problem that I had with GTA, and I don't know about you guys, is the script was a little bit uh, fluffy. I mean, um, Franklin, you know, he went around shooting people in the face, stealing cars, doing this, but he always seemed to moan and have a problem with the morals of everyone else. Yeah. And he would always be holier than thou. No, we can't do this. What are we doing? What? Having a go at a photographer for taking pictures of someone and invading their privacy. Why do you want me to go on the back of a uh, bike for and invading this person's privacy? That's not right, man. And the next minute, you're dragging an old lady out of a car and stamping on her face. So yeah. it didn't quite gel. Yeah, that's always been the case with GTA games, hasn't it? I think they nailed it a bit with uh, multiple characters. I think they that's improved. why I couldn't be Franklin in free mode. I had to be mm. Trevor. Because... Trevor, it just makes sense. I find a lot of myself in Trevor. So, Brilliant. you know, he's, he is a lot like me. Good to know um, the kind of people that we're working with. Thank you very much. But I think The Last of Us and GTA really showed us where we've come the... um, since the beginning of this generation. And it was kind of a amalgamation of all the games that you've seen since 2005 the... when the Xbox 360 came out. And it was just like a fitting end to that, like a bookend. The, Stop! This is it now. Everyone, look at what we've done. Yeah. The problem, the problem I had with GTA Five was the story. I thought it was in well, single player anyway. I thought the story was good, um, and I really, really liked Michael's side of the story with his family and everything. I thought it was great, and then, then it just was about the FIB or whatever or whatever they're called, and it just became like, gone. yeah, maybe it escalated a bit too quickly. I thought the story, yeah, I thought the story got out of hand really quickly. One minute I was. Yeah. One minute I was doing yoga, the next minute I was fucking fighting off... Robbing a bank with yeah. a top bank. flying from the top. <laughs> I just thought the story sort of lost a bit of its character yeah, towards the end. I agree. I thought the story was an absolute mess, to be honest. I liked it at first, and then... And... There's not one story, that's the problem. There's Every character's got their own main story, and they all take place kind of at the same time. And yeah. it, it doesn't, they don't flow, there's no attempt I... to make them sort of... I think they did flow until they started into sort of putting them all together into that big great mess at the end. I, I don't, don't know, know, man. 
you can go from like doing Trevor's stuff, which is just ripping off like a private army, and then in the same day in the game, you can like be pulling off missions for the FBI, yeah. and none of what? it made yeah. any sense. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I would, I'd maybe put it in the lower end of my top ten for the year. Uh, do you know what really? Do you know what really grabbed me with that game? The uh, those really good tow truck missions. Oh, oh yeah, where the woman would phone you up. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. woman who's a complete mess of a fucking human. <laughs> got to do <laughs> errands go. for. Jesus yeah, Christ. Well, I, I think they overdid the, that side mission in particular a little bit. Yeah, but like I say, it was it wasn't so much the story that I think people are all yeah. talking about it's on a technical level yeah to get that kind of visuals the detail in every street i mean you could walk down a street and you know as gamers we're used to kind of repetition in games I'll, and I'll, things are sort of the same but i was expecting to be able to go in more buildings this time that's something i was disappointed with yeah, I thought, yeah. if anything they toned down the amount of buildings you could go into it's especially but, annoying because every time you switch characters they'll be walking out of like a a different cafe and be like, yeah, I'm coming out of this cool cafe. Yeah. And then you turn around, it's just a texture. It's Can't like, even go in the clucking bell anymore. What's yeah. that about? I know, but, you know, maybe in the next generation we can see, but they're saying that there could be a GTA 5 on the next-gen consoles. Oh, they've been saying that for ages, haven't they? They have, but maybe Rockstar just want people to buy the 360 and PS3 versions before, because otherwise people would just wait. And then buy it when they bought the new console. So maybe they're just being savvy. Yeah, they'll buy it. Yeah. People will buy it twice. People won't give a fuck. I, w- I would buy it twice. Just yeah. To see the next thing that like they're doing Tomb Raider, they're releasing that again. Yeah. <laughs> Looks exactly yeah. the same. Right. Um, moving back. Moving. Well, moving onwards. I was going to say back to the topic then, but we were still back to the future. Can I keep us uh, on track, Dave, Dave, keep us Dave on track. Woods. Dave Woods made a. a comment that was readable without wow. making to throw up a little bit. So, Hold on, Dave. Uh, oh, wait, can Dragon we check Dogma. I'm recording? Dragon's yeah. Dogma Dark uh, Risen. That Dragon's Dogma. I, I didn't play that, but I didn't play I it, but I've been, tempted, I've been tempted to pick it up quite a lot. Have you yeah. Have you played it, Rob? I, I actually did. Are we talking about Dragon's Dogma? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dragon's Dogma, it was quite good. It was kind of like a... Um, I wouldn't say a poor man's Skyrim, but it was a game that looked up to Skyrim in many respects. I, I found the combat was superior. Um, but, I mean, <clears throat> it seemed like a lot of busy work and that I wasn't actually really getting anywhere. It was this kind of typical Japanese take on a Western kind of genre. Because I feel that, you know, not being a big Final Fantasy fan and stuff, I'm seeing that whole kind of side of it dying, all the RPGs. And um, I think that in Japan, especially, there's only a few games that start... I don't know about you guys, but when a Japanese game used to come out in the days of PS1 and PS2, there'd be a real kind of individual feeling to it. And you could tell it was Japanese straight away. And I think we're really losing that now. Japan's trying to kind of mimic games. I mean, you saw it in that kind of quantum theory. I don't know if you guys remember games like this. Uh, Remember, it it was a poor Gears of War ripoff. And I feel that Japan aren't doing um, what they're good at anymore. They're kind of looking at the West for inspiration. I think think you need to go out and play Nino Kuni and then... 
there that's what I'm still, saying. There is still some. There is still some. You know, there are still some, things, but there, there's not uh, the kind. I mean, you only have to look at Resident Evil to see that that's kind of trying to follow. Oh, yeah. Have you played um, Lost Odyssey on the 360? My friend has played that, and he says it's absolutely brilliant. It's a, yeah, it's, it's super Japanese. It, but, yeah. yeah, if you're looking for Japanese yeah. stuff, that's a good game. And I mean, as an RPG, I'm not an RPG fan. You know, oh. uh, that kind of thing. Um, I'm not really into the whole Final Fantasy era, but I'm talking more of things like Devil May Cry, uh, Metal Gear Solid, mm-hmm. things that are just quintessentially Japanese, like Metal Gear Solid's Barmy. And, you know, seeing the new um, adverts with Kiefer Sutherland's voice, it doesn't really gel with me. Well, but, speaking but... of Devil May Cry and Metal Gear Solid, we got two of those games this year. We got a new Devil May Cry and another Metal Gear Solid in Revengeance. So did you play yeah. either of those? What about you, Guy? I think Guy just exhaled there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what that was. I think that was one of well, his communications. Devil May Cry, I have been meaning to get around to both of them. Oh my word. Of course you have. <laughs> Guy, so have, have you actually played <laughs> any games? <laughs> I have, but as I said to Gareth when uh, you disappeared, I don't yeah. really, I don't really play that many big, big name games. I used to right. spend a lot of my time on Steam playing Torchlight Two. That was my life for the last yeah. year, and I spent I spent five months of last year playing nothing but Black Ops Two when I played it competitively. So I lost five months yeah. there. Well, there you go. Um, Call of Duty is another day, I'm afraid. It is. Um, but uh, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to talk about Devil May Cry. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, I love Devil May Cry 1. Uh, 2 was a bit, it wasn't as good. Uh, 3 for me was one of the best games in the PlayStation 2 generation. Uh, I just thought everything about it, the combat, uh, the way it played, um, playing it on the harder difficulties was like playing a completely different game. And I think it kind of lost its way in Devil May Cry 4 um, with Nero and such, because I like Dante. I'm a big Dante fan. And when I saw the DMC, the first trailer, I thought, oh my god, they've made. Dante into an emo. I hated it. I wanted to hate everything about it. Um, Ninja Theory with um, their... Um, their um, I quite like their Enslaved game. I wasn't too big on Heavenly Sword, but Enslaved I thought was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devil May Cry, I wanted to hate it. Really did. Um, but that, that's what I'm saying. Capcom and these Japanese studios... They're very hesitant now to be developing their own games. They're farming them out a lot. Um, and I mean, Devil May Cry, like I said, the whole Japanese side of it is what made it special for me. It had that, like you say, with Platinum Games with Metal Gear Rising. Yeah. It had that real Japanese kind of feel to it and that sort of combat that you just can't replicate. But mm-hmm. I think Ninja Theory has done such a good job of getting... When you hit something with a weapon, you really feel it. Like the hammer yeah. and the axe felt a lot different to the sword and it's kind of i read in a magazine once i read magazines uh <laughs> just showing off a bit um the you know japanese games are all about the one two three hit so it's like two quick hits and one big hit mm-hmm. and that's the real thing that you feel that they can do better than any other kind of country is that whole combat it's why they're brilliant at beat-em-ups they got they've got that whole feeling of connecting with something and really feel like you're at one with the control and the character and you really do feel that and I love to Devil May Cry yeah like I said I went against you know I was one of the biggest haters of it in the beginning 
um, wondering what they'd done. Um, but yeah, it's really revitalised the series now after Devil May Cry 4. And I just feel, especially with Capcom, when they're kind of getting, sourcing out their big, big games like Devil May Cry and uh, Lost Planet, I think they're going to be probably doing it Resident Evil 6 soon. But you're losing a lot of those big studio heads like Shinji Mikami and guys like this, real legends, and they're going off to other, do other things now. And that's what I think the real shame is. Devil May Cry and the likes and Resident Evil was Shinji Mikami. Like he made Devil, he played made Resident Evil Four. So you lose Shinji Mikami, you're not going to get another Resident Evil Four. It's not Capcom that make Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. For me, it's the individuals that develop these games and they have their ideas. So it's no surprise people don't like Resident Evil Six because it's not made by the game that made guy that made Resident Evil Four. Yeah, I uh, I definitely think. Like I don't have any experience with other Devil May Cries, but I definitely think they did an awesome job of starting off a new Devil May Cry series because I'm well up for playing another one of those now. Yeah, I don't want to go back to a PS2 version because I've seen like footage of it and it looks a bit rough and it looks a bit yeah, slower. Yeah, get HD collection now. Yeah, but I'm like I'm so attached to the way the fighting was in DMC, like pulling guys towards you or pulling yourself towards guys, and then. It was so fluent. Yeah. When you learned that combat system, you really did learn it. Yeah, you just felt. Sorry, is Vice, so is Vice still alive? Because I heard him just breathe out and then. I am. I'm waiting. I have. I have something to contribute to the Resident Evil thing. But I'm just waiting. I'm oh, just here we go. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. That's why I was happy sitting waiting. Right. If you've got something you want to say, just go. Well, I was say, <laughs> I, surprise, surprise! I haven't played Resident Evil Six, but. No, that's not a problem, mate. We're with you on that one. Yeah, I've not played it by choice. <laughs> but from what I've seen, it's not atmospheric. It's not. It's barely Resident Evil. But I don't get it because I don't know whether any of you have played it. But Resident Evil: The Umbrella Chronicles on the Wii. Oh yeah, I actually like that. Yeah. Later, the, yeah, they managed to make that. They managed to make a first-person light gun action game where you have no control over your character. They managed to make that atmospheric and kind of a little creepy. And then I just don't get how it's gone from even that to. Well, the, I didn't know what they the monstrosity that Resident Evil 6 has become. Well, from yeah. what I've seen of Resident Evil 6, it's kind of a mix between Resident Evil 5 and Umbrella Chronicles. Like, everything's very linear. Like, you don't get any real choices. It's just enemies line up and you just kill them and then you it's, move on to the next It's bit. not just that, Gareth. It's the fact that it's three different games. There's one where a guy that uses uh, hand-to-hand combat, which doesn't work. Yeah. Um, I found myself in a snow blizzard. Just run. This is in the game, not in real life. Um, <laughs> running around, not knowing where I was going. There was no real clear signposting as to what you were supposed to do. Then you've got the kind of Chris uh, sections, a real poor man's Gears of War. Mm-hmm. And then you've got like Leon sections where you're basically just going around a haunted mansion, kind of old school style Resident Evil. Yeah. But you know the gameplay it was just dreadful. They tried to make it so you could move when you were shooting, but like Guy says. Like half of the horror coming from Resident Evil is that you know you were fixed in position. I don't know if you guys did. You guys play Resident Evil Four? Yeah. yeah. It was that kind of feeling that you're looking over your shoulder. You've got your gun aimed, but there could be a guy behind you with a chainsaw. But because you haven't got that freedom of movement, mm-hmm. you've always got that feeling that there's something behind you. So you've got to turn around and look that way as well. And that took away a lot of tension by being able to let you just free aim. Makes sense. To be fair, 
I think the fact that the controls contribute to the scary atmosphere isn't necessarily a good thing. It'd be good if they could make a game that atmospheric, but whilst also retaining like free aim. But you've got to be human in that respect. You can't be a hulking machine that can dive out the way and roll out the way. You have to be human. Half the scares in the original Resident Evil's on the PlayStation 1 was your limited control. Yeah. And feeling that, you know, I'm vulnerable, I'm using a handgun and I'm turning like a tank. Yeah. To be fair, I think Resident Evil 4 has got one of, like, the defining moments of of game. And that's when you're in the house and the zombie, well, whatever you want to call them, they're not zombies, are they? But the infected guys are just everywhere around the house. Jumping in through the windows. and Yeah. That that bit is amazing. And like I say to you, Guy, that's because you feel like a human. You feel yeah. vulnerable. You feel like, oh my god, how am I going to get out of this? It's just me in the house with a thing. You're not a muscle-bound guy with a chainsaw on the end of your gun, screaming, "Let's go, get in your hole!" You know, you're a, you're an average guy, and you've got yeah. to now face this onslaught. Yeah, right. We'll move on now. We've gone on for ages. Um, a DMC, Devil May Cry. Good game. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. We're on Devil May Cry, won't we? Yeah. Do you want to go back to Devil May Cry, or shall we? Uh, I, it's definitely my top ten of the year. Yeah, awesome game. If you've not played it, game. you'd probably get it for like a fiver now. Get it. It's awesome. Excellent. Right, we have obviously honourable mentions of Far Cry 6 in there, mm-hmm. and Life 3, as you'd expect. Lee Hadley put, does the Binding of Isaac count? It doesn't count, but... no. Have either of you played that game? Uh, briefly. Jeez, that is a brilliant game. And why is that guy? Don't ask me. It's basically... Oh, it's, it's, my it's God! Retro. It's really retro, like, top-down. You can only move in four directions. Um, it's a dungeon crawler. It's like a Zelda-type dungeon crawler, pretty much. But it's all based on, like, really creepy, creepy Bible mythology. And it's weird. It's weird, and it's... it's Back to what I said about Mario, it's it's just fun. It's good. Well, I think that's the the thing with these indie games. I think indie games have really proven their worth um, this year as viable games, to be honest. Yeah. Because before, you know, I kind of used to look down on them, the arcade, Xbox Live Arcade and whatnot. But I think it's proven that, you know, you don't need all the graphics in the world to make a scary game or a game that can immerse you into a world. You've just got to have that imagination. I'm just going to say to Gareth, once your PC is built, uh, get Biden of Isaac on Steam. I've got it. it. Is... I've played it. Oh, have you got it? Did you, did you say yes when I asked? Yeah. He said yeah a bit. Jesus, I missed it. I played it for like a few minutes. Oh yeah, briefly. That was it. Why? Why only briefly? Uh, well, I <laughs> was like... PC guy. <laughs> it was like as soon as it came out and they didn't have any controller support and it was a bit rough. To be fair, they still don't have controller support, but they are... They're re-releasing it actually. I think this year with, a, I think they've said more than twice the amount of content and controller support. So there you go. Maybe okay. that'll be the future to play it again. I think and then Gareth, then Gareth it, waited. Yeah, Maybe. you're gonna have to wait longer. It is good once you get into it. Well, I love Super Meat Boy. So whatever they're doing next. Ah, oh, Super Meat Boy. This is for a whole different podcast. I yeah, yeah it is going well on. <laughs> right. Anyway, and then we've got Tomb Raider has popped up no, now. No, Tomb Raider's shit. Fuck off, Tomb Raider. Uh, Whoa! Someone's got woman issues. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to shock you both here, and I'm just going to say the new Tomb Raider. You've played it. I mean, nope, obviously, I haven't played it. Excellent. Wow! 
Stop the presses. <laughs> yeah. um, and then Lee Hadley also mentioned Kerbal Space Program, which is another indie game. Yeah. I've tried playing that, but I don't. I'm not. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't big, have the patience. Really big physics thing. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Um, and then that's pretty much GTA popped up again because Trevor Persona 4 Arena. A fight, fighting game that isn't Smash Brothers. I'm not interested. Cool. The with, yeah, the thing with me in fighting games is I'm pretty much terrible at fighting games, but I appreciate the art. Oh yeah, they put into them. And you know, Persona, Guilty Gear, um, um, Blaz Blue. I just, I just love the high kind of anime style. I think Persona 4 Arena has those anime-style graphics, just like to mention, but it's really it's just fan service, really, for people that played Persona 3 and 4, which, from, yeah, is, from yeah. what I've heard, it succeeds at that very well. But yeah. Fair enough. If you haven't played Persona 4, you should go out and play it as well. I have watched people play Persona 4 all the way through. Just people. I don't like, get, wait, the bar. You don't watch... Like, you do shoulder. You <laughs> You do realise there's an anime series of it. There was no need to sit and watch people uh, play it. Well, no, it was awesome. It was um, <laughs> It was Jeff Gersman and Vinnie Caravella from Giant Bomb. And they played like an hour of it a day. And there was like 150 episodes of them just it playing is, Persona 4 an hour a day. It is absolutely brilliant. I played Persona 4 Golden on the PS Vita. Um, I liked uh, walking around school, um, making friends. Yeah. Because I missed out on that uh, in my real life. <laughs> Uh, I do what you're um, laughing for, it... guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I can relate. You can relate. There you go. But uh, yeah, when it comes to the RPG elements, it just it it blows my mind like Mario does. Mm-hmm. No, it is. It's, it's the, I think the stories as well. It's all a bit strange when you first start playing it. But I mean, yeah. some of those social link stories. Um, Persona 4. I'm sure that was the one where there was a girl at school in the drama class. That storyline just gets so fucking intense at the end it's ridiculous mm. that's the best thing Persona 4 did and it was I don't really get that invested in like stories in games to be fair I like Mario let's be honest I clearly don't get invested in stories but if Mario is your experience that did a good job that did a good job of it I haven't played The Walking Dead either speaking of story games so I'm just going to throw that well, as well So you haven't played that great interactive novel game <laughs> <laughs> It really is incredible. Some would say it's Some an adventure. Choices. Oh, I didn't really feel it was an adventure. I thought it was more of a novel. Alright, well. A graphic that, uh... novel. Um, and then we've got people just saying Tomb Raider now. We've got Vaughn saying Tomb Raider, Neil Tomb saying... Raider. Tell us your beef with Tomb Raider, because I don't see it personally. Well, okay, my beef isn't with Lara Croft. I don't hate women. Is it because you couldn't watch people playing it? Oh, did you no, just no. say you hate women? No, I said I didn't hate women. Do you do you hate what Lara Croft stands for? Do you no. hate that they reduce hate independence? Do you like women as long as they're kept in the kitchen? Is that what well, you're I, Here's what I hate. I hate mysterious islands that have an infinite supply of bad guys for no reason. <laughs> I hate them too. Yeah. You know, I've been to a few myself. Yeah, well, uh, like, Far Cry had quite yeah, a few. Far Cry, I was about to say yeah. that. Yeah. But the, the, the like, Far Cry is not really taking itself that seriously. And there's a bit of mysticism and bullshit about it. Yeah. But like this, so the story of Tomb Raider, there's some guy on an island and he has an army and they all have guns. And sometimes they'll just appear out of nowhere and throw Lara off a cliff because video games. 
Because that's like, what they do. Yeah, there's like a bit where you're like, there's a bridge, and then you've not seen any enemies for a while, and you go have to go around like a truck. And you go around the and truck, you know, and then a guy pops you know out from the other side of the truck and grabs you, and he's trying to throw you off a bridge. And it's like, there's no one <laughs> yeah. else around. That guy's been stood behind that's that truck for hours. Just waiting yeah. to throw this girl off a cliff. Oh, I hope some bloody woman comes walking over this bridge, mate. I'm going to get so angry. Fucking throwing women off cliffs. Four, fucking hell. <laughs> like, it's absolutely ridiculous. And I just can't yeah, get past I'll, stuff I'll like that. It's just lazy. I mean. It's so lazy. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how good the game is underneath. If it's got something that you can't really comprehend or doesn't make sense, it's going to grate on you. Yeah. I mean, it, I didn't personally think that, but... You know, I can see where you're coming from. Like, you need to be able to believe that this world you're in has any meaning. It's and not grounded gone, in any way. It's just no. all ridiculous bullshit, and it just pissed me off. Sorry. Oh, well, before we wrap up this 2013 retrospect, I'm going to throw in the honourable mention of a game that's not been mentioned and is going to be great with growing, and that's Dynasty Warriors 8. Okay, so 2014. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a... I'm I'm a fan of Dynasty Warriors or Dynasty Warriors as I like to call it. it. Um, I used to call it Dynasty Warriors. Then I was informed apparently it's Dynasty Warriors. So yeah, well they should spell it like that. D I N N I agree with you. I agree with you. I thought Dynasty Warriors Eight was the best Dynasty Warriors has been in years. Yeah, I mean people say they're all pretty much the same, but you can press the X button a different variety of ways. Yep, that's true. I find it very therapeutic. That's fine. Yeah. Thousands of people every few years. I just like to go into a bunch of men, you know, mm-hmm. and just... I see mm-hmm. what you're trying to turn that into, but I'm not... All over the place. We're not going to take that bait, that you've just... The man bait. You've oh. just... <laughs> like, so guys, you've just wrapped up 2013 there, quite a On a terrible note. <laughs> Is there anything we yeah. missed that you can think of? Uh, Bravely Default. I'm just going to throw it out there again for anyone that has a 3DS and likes RPGs. Play it. I don't. I don't. I don't play any games where their titles don't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually. It's actually the battle mechanics in the game. You can. You can brave and you can default. So there you well, go. There you go. And I wouldn't have known that just with me on the shelf. Well, yeah. <laughs> no one would actually know that to be fair. Um, you've got a 3DS, Gareth. Why do you not own Bravely Default? Uh, right, so here's the thing, right? I own a 3DS and no 3DS games. Because you just watch other people playing theirs. Well, I bought a 3DS train. at launch. I got it the day the 3DS came out and I've never once bought a yeah. game. Well, what you no, should... No, 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 no. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> of course it does. What you, what you should do is go and buy... Do you like RPGs? Yeah. Uh, buy Bravely Default. No. Go on, bro. You've really convinced him. It's it's the best. Gareth, do you you like football games? Uh, Maybe. Go buy FIFA. No. Well, no. That's the thing. You've just you've asked if you like football games, and they suggested the best football game to go and buy. I asked if you liked RPGs, and then suggested the best current RPG to go and buy. It's the same thing. So you should. You should. It's it's. Generally, just the the best Final Fantasy game it isn't a Final Fantasy game that has been since forever. Well, you know, uh, guy, you keep threatening to wrap up the year two thousand thirteen, <laughs> but then you keep going back I into. I did. It. I did play things, just not close the metaphor and stand away from it because me and Gareth, we're standing by the door of two thousand thirteen, ready to shut it and go forward. And it's like you, you're like, I need to go I don't back. Want to let it go. I don't want to. 
I don't want all these great blockbuster titles that I haven't played. I don't want to. Well, me and Gareth have played them. We've come to terms (laughs) that they've been played. We're ready to put them behind us now. Are we going to close close this metaphorical door? I'm going to close the door and I'm going to fuck the lock. You're going to what? I'm going to stick my dick in the the lock and I'm going to fuck 2013 away because I hated 2013. Yeah, good games and nothing else. Fuck off. 2013. Got interesting. Right, so now like, <laughs> we're in the year 2014. We haven't, we've been doing this for like uh, 15 minutes now as well, so we should probably think about wrapping up soon. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, you've just wrapped up 2013, the door is closed. But we <laughs> might as well quickly move on to 2014 now, otherwise we look unprofessional. So. Excellent. Let's go. And we would not want that to happen. No. So let's do it quickly. I think we should just, what's everyone anticipating this year? Uh, well, um, obviously, it's the obvious stuff like Titanfall, which looks awesome. Um, but then after today, I actually played um, the first act of Broken Age today, the Double Fine Adventure game, and I'm mm-hmm. really excited for them to release the second act. That's my most anticipated thing now, is waiting for them to release the second act of that game. Are you a big Double Fine fan? Not a huge one, no, but this game just grabbed me by the ghoulies. And well, like, that's not I, I completed it this afternoon, and I've just been thinking about it like non-stop ever since. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. It's just proper grabbed me, and I'm well excited to see where it goes. And I'm excited for more people to play it, so that people can talk about it, and I can be a part of the conversation <laughs> and be like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> I think that's the sign of a pretty good game. Fair enough, right, Rob? What about you? I would have to say that I am looking forward to uh, Titanfall, as mm. Gareth just mentioned. Um, I'm re- I really need a reason to get back into online ga- uh, gaming because I've fallen out of love with it a bit. Um, I don't think it's so much the uh, games themselves; it's just the community. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm really losing like any kind of any kind of motivation to get on there and start playing again and I think that hopefully Titanfall can kind of have that point where it's not Call of Duty it's not Battlefield and it can be a place where people with a little bit more maturity um, go and play games that's not me being like a bit elitist or anything like that it's like you know a lot of kids now they're coming into gaming and it's just uh, uh, turning into a nursery. You know, if I wanted to talk to kids, I'd stand outside a school playground. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be talking to kids. You know, I'm not interested. And, you know, it's rape this, rape that, rape your mum. You know, it, it's just, yeah. it's, it's not on. And, you know, I'm not right. going to come home and do so, that. So Gareth is looking forward to getting told he's going to get raped by kids on Titanfall. I'm glad we could... Well, yeah, I mean, it's not going to change with Titanfall, is it? Let's be fair, the community's still going to be shit. Well, it's six v six, so you know that straight away that's going to dissuade a lot of little shits who just no, want to keep playing. Cod, Cod is six v six. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, it is. Cod is six v six. No, Cod's like fucking twelve v twelve if you pick the right mode. The, the mode that does exist on <laughs> as Cod, opposed to the on... wrong mode. Yeah. You've been playing the and wrong mode. Why is the wrong mode, yeah, but, yeah, but no, it doesn't even go to 12 by... It goes to 9 by 9 That's the most COD goes to. And that's Ground War. And that's the laggiest piece of crap game mode well, in any... Ground War was 12v12. Nope. Ground War's 9v9. Unless it's 12v12 on next gen, it might be. 
I'm not no, sure. They won't have changed it for next gen. It's not like that. Ground War isn't even on the current gen ones for Ghosts. They just omitted it completely and saved it for next gen. There's a really shitty incentive for people to buy the next gen versions. There you go. There's no way back in the days of Modern Warfare 2 when I was playing that that was 6v6. It was. It, it's only ever gone up to 9v9 in Ground War and it's always been 6v6. I hate right. to break it to you. I'm going to look at this up because I feel like I'm not wrong. <laughs> just feel like it. I feel, right. it, so I feel, I feel like in my bones. Is, is all you're looking for too Titanfall then? Broke me? No, Rob. Okay, Jesus Christ. Well, That's I'm me. looking forward to uh, Titanfall because... I think if you've got a group of like-minded gamers and there's six of you and you can form a party and then kind of block out. Basically, I'm a quite a bit of gamer when it comes to online games. Call of Duty 4, for me, was like the pinnacle. It was like the first real online game I got into um, yeah. on my Xbox 360. Um, had a great bunch of guys playing it. Um, and I think the whole party chat kind of ruined online gaming for me mm. um, because suddenly the lobbies would be quiet. Um, I quite like the banter that you got in between games where people would get riled and then they would tell you that they were going to beat you, especially Americans, and you would wipe the floor with them. And then you could just see them getting more and more... Because, you know, that's half the battle is the whole mindset in that lobby about what's going to go on, and that's the first battle. But then the lobbies just became silent and you, you couldn't hear anything. And the only things you can really hear now are children arguing and saying... That they're going to quick scope someone, and I haven't really played online uh, yeah. Call of Duty since Modern Warfare 2 um, because people would just stand behind a wall with a sensor on their gun that's about the size of a car with so many perks. I didn't even know what was going on towards the end. <laughs> Call of Duty 4 was perfection, it's just the right amount of perks, but just the right amount of weapons. The, you know, just it felt like a tight small scale warfare on every level like okay. every level had been meticulously planned and I'm just yeah. hoping the guys that uh, formed Infinity War that went on to make Respawn Entertainment they are going to bring that kind of thing to Titanfall they need, someone needs to bring the simplicity back into multiplayer gaming it needs to be at the end of the day, if I've got a gun, you've got a gun. If I see you first and I shoot you, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. And I think we've lost that in uh, gaming now uh, where, you know, you've got people trying to sell you stuff. And I've seen the latest shit about Michael Myers being a downloadable character in Ghosts. And I just think, you know, you're just trying too much now. You know, yeah. Call of Duty is has become a child's playground where they're just throwing shit at them and the kids are lapping it up. We need a real game where... Let's just pull back the bullshit that we've been piling on to the first-person online um, experience. Just pull that right back and get back to basics. Well, fair enough. Can't argue with that. Well said. Thank you very much. What about you, Guy? Looking well, forward to for playing one, Tomb Raider in 2014. I'm the most <laughs> person in the group on this discussion. Only amazingly. You're the luckiest guy in the world, guy. Literally. I'm not. You could go to. Well, you're not, but <laughs> in, in terms of games, you could go to game tomorrow and you could yeah, buy but, The Last of Us. But, you could buy. I don't need to because there's so many good games coming out this year that I'm already looking forward to. Playing uh, in 2016. In March, in March alone, you've got Final Fantasy X and X2 HD, the re releases. They're going to be great. You've got the South Park RPG. That's going to be insane. Yes. Yeah, 
Looking You've good. got Tales of Zillia 2 if you like your JRPGs. That's going to be yeah. good. That's in March as well, I think. And then for Nintendo, you've got Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, and <laughs> the one I'm most looking forward to, Hyrule Warriors. There you go. That's going to be... Dynasty Warriors. That is going to be... I'm so, I'm so looking forward to that, like you wouldn't believe. And then for um, current gen, forward slash next gen, uh, Destiny. Destiny is what I'm looking forward to the most. No, I'm not a Bungie well, guy. I hate Bungie. I cannot... I don't particularly like the Halo games, but I think Destiny looks... If it plays how I hope it's going to play, it's going to be brilliant. If it plays the way you hope it's going to play, then just play Borderlands. <laughs> well, it's funny because you've actually just sort of... Yeah, I'm sort of just hoping it's going to be the same as Borderlands, to be honest. Yeah, they've just massively ripped that off. Uh, a game that's, that's they coming want to out... A more, a more, you know, realistic... Well, not realistic, but a grand scale and less self-shaded graphic. That's fine by me. I'll play that shit all day. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, a game that's coming out that we've not mentioned yet is uh, Watch Dogs. Nah, I don't mm. care for it. They built up the hype and then just shat on everyone. As wow. Ubisoft do. They did it with Rayman Legends. They build up hype for it. And they shit on you. And then, then they go... Some people will love that guy. Then about a month before the release date, they go, actually, loyal fans that we've got really excited for this amazing looking game, you can't have it yet. Wait yeah, a couple so, of Wait a couple of think about it. They did it with Rayman Legends. That was meant to be a Wii U exclusive, and people were like, yeah, system seller, and then they just went, ah, just kidding. It's called be running a business. Yeah, it's not. They saw that the Wii U wasn't doing as well as thought. Yeah, but Rayman Legends was. Yeah, but the thing is, they could have released it on Rayman Legends on what? They could have released Rayman Legends on the Wii U and then released it on the other console further down the line. They could have, but, but at least everyone got to experience. Instead, they games. decided to just shit all over people. All ten people that owned a Wii U at this point felt yeah. Let's just shit all over them. They love it. But I mean, Watch Dogs. I never thought it looked that good, but I know a lot of people that were excited for it. I built a PlayStation Four for it. I think yeah, and then they just sort of went nope, sorry. That's, that's sorry, good though, because oh, yeah, you know but... they're using their. T- they could have just released it on time. Shit. Yeah. But instead, they're taking the time. To, yeah, the... but do we know that's what they're doing? Yeah, because they lost a ton of pre-orders because they wanted to make the game better. Well... Yeah, so, Guy, would you rather be shit all over whilst playing the game or shit all over and then play a good well, game? Well, to be fair, we <laughs> we got a couple of delays for Grand Theft Auto V, so... And South Park, the, the South Park RPG is now a year overdue, so... Yeah. All true. But, yeah, the thing for me for Watch Dogs was I was really looking forward to it, and I pre-ordered a PlayStation 4. Then when I heard that, obviously, I pre-ordered with Game, and then when I heard that, obviously, it had been delayed, I phoned up and I said, look, I need to know, because this was the whole reason I was getting the console. And they were like, don't worry, um, your actual bundle now is going to come packaged with Knack. And I was like, excellent. Can I cancel my pre-order, please? And then that's pretty much how it went. <laughs> Brilliant. That's basically like being told, uh, you know, you're, you, you're going to have a, uh, a great time and you're going to have a really great time. You're going to spend £350, whatever it was, but it's going to be justified. If I'd done that and I'd bought Knack, I would have sat there and I would have clawed my eyes out whilst crying. Yeah, Knack doesn't look very good, does it? Mm. There's, there's, speaking of Knack and platformers, there's rumours that Crash Bandicoot might be coming back this year as well, which would be good for everyone. As well. I just told you that rumour. Have you? 
No, I didn't tell you it. Oh. Oh, no. I know you didn't, but you speaking of Knack reminded me about it. Yeah, I mean, I was, I've never been a big Crash Bandicoot fan. Crash Bandicoot only exists because PlayStation people saw how awesome Mario 64 was. And yeah, but the sad. thing is, Crash Bandicoot, the first three... Um, and Made they had by the dog. Kart Racer, yep. And then they had the Wrath of Cortex on PS2. That was the last good one. And then you were riding animals around, and it was like free roaming. It was just, they killed it. So I'm hoping they're really games of their time, aren't they? That like Crash Bandicoot was a PlayStation One game, and it was good in that era. Yeah, even even back then, those gate though those games looked terrible. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually just looking. I'm actually just looking at pictures of Crash Bandicoot now, and the amount of triangles. Yeah. Hilarious. Pretty much, it was basically made out of just polygons. His triangular feet. Big sprites. Oh. And that, that's what it was. Now you can see it, but back then your eyes used to be like, wow, this is amazing, how can this ever be beaten? Ocarina then... of Time has aged the worst out of everything, ever. That's, that's an ugly game. Yeah, that, that was like some different kind of graphical technique altogether, that one. Yeah. I think yeah. They, they touched it up on the 3DS re-release, but it's still... Very smeary N64 games. I still just feel like I'm doing maths when I look at it. Maths? The amount of triangles. It's there we go. Horrible. Triangular maths. Well, trigonometry. Anyway. Yeah, trigonometry. Are you, you work at a school, you should know what trigonometry is. No, I do, maths just goes straight over my head, mate. Well, I would. Right, try. so with that sigh of Guy Whitlock, <laughs> yeah, another one. That wraps up today's uh, podcast. Um, it's been a great one. Uh, number one. Well, that's questionable, really, isn't it? It is questionable. <laughs> I asked myself that question, and I come to the conclusion that yes, it was great. Uh, hopefully, everyone else would enjoy it. Um, Hopefully be back again this time next week. Except uh, with a, a guest. With a guest. Yeah, we'll get a guest. And also, I can't actually... Oh, wait a minute. It doesn't matter. Oh, this is not important information. Forget I spoke. Thanks for... If only. If you if could only. just do that, that kind of thought process in your mind in future, Guy. <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah. Uh, that'll make it run a lot smoother. Um, I'm going to go to bed now, uh, do some of my crying, and hopefully I'll wake up to a better day tomorrow. Wow, that's a depressing <laughs> so, outro. <laughs> now we've got to think of how we sign off. Do we all just say bye together? Well, uh, I was going to say something um, inherently depressing, but you beat me to it, so... Thank you very much. Unless depressing. it's more depressing, and you can upstage that. No, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Tomorrow should be a good day. So I look forward that's to speaking to you all on the forums. Have Are a you looking... Well, what, Farewell. What... Uh, do we all get to give a little farewell? It would be it has to be depressing, though, Gareth. It has to be depressing? Yeah. Alright, um... Search for my website on Facebook, gamebattle.co.uk, because I only have about 50 followers, and most of them are my family. So, please. Please. Anybody. Please just give a reason to write. Yeah. I'd really like... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then. So, (laughs) over and out. Right, see ya. Bye bye. The Dungeon Club.